Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. There was this saying in the old world a long time ago. The guilty always return to the scene of the crime, they said. For folks like me, who do the illegal well and do it often, we've taken this old adage and made our own use of it. In a backwards kind of way, anyway. In the circles of smugglers, runners, spies, and info brokers, the sentiment is a little different. The guilty should never return. Never hit the same spot, attack the same target. Never be in the same place, never work with the same people. You cannot go home again. And if a job requires it, find a different job. There's plenty more dirt to get on your hands in the territory. (sighs) But here I am, breaking the only rule in my profession. Back in the exact spot I pulled Petey from a couple years back. Knowing the kind of grudges the Kennets hold, Statue of Limitations is probably still up on that one. All it would take is one lucky Jovian patrol. Whatever happens to me on this run is my own fault. Just need to make sure if something does go sideways, it doesn't fall back on Beatty and their friends. Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. Hey, how's it going? Liam Higgins. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And Max Coe. Salut. <laughs> Way to be now. different. I don't know. I gotta, you gotta mix it up. Look, we're all, we're all, <laughs> ever since Liam retired the Heyo, we're all, mm-hmm. you know, just trying oh, that's out true. different I, stuff. You have retired the Heyo. I, I it was just sort of a I don't know. classic. I felt like it had it had run its course. It, it hit the needed a taste of iceberg. something new. We need to yeah. be we need to bring Hayo back into the rotation. Then we get mm-hmm. Ao with cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Maple <laughs> we need to do some wayhoes. Wayhoes. Rawhide. Fuck. So in the last episode, uh, we went over some of the information that we got during the attack on the Sharon Freeholds, and a lot of it was uh, unwelcome to some members of the freelancers of the Vehement. Ma- mainly Beatty. <laughs> mainly me. Although the whole gang did get the unpleasant information of like, oh, there's these crazy advanced anchors now that this dangerous military is going to use regularly on the Freeholds. Right. In the episode, Beatty had an episode. Yeah. Beatty did. Beatty had was really on one. Not feeling great. After going over some of the uh, the on the scene 
footage. Uh, Scarlet, you also delved into the anchor you stole into its like memory, and you found some very interesting information yourself. Indeed. About the, the Sirius anchor and something called Rigel, and some tenuous connection between the Kennets and House Amano, uh, particularly mentioning uh, Raphael Amano. Them gentry is up to some fuck shit. As per usual. They'd be exploiting the free market and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, BD came to the two of you after meeting with an old friend of theirs who had smuggled them onto the Sharon Freeholds with a plan to get them and the two of you, Scarlet and Otto, back onto the surface of Miranda. Because we're all about making bad decisions. <laughs> we, 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 we're good at dumb luck, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do what you got to do for, for your teammate. You really do, uh, until you don't, but you do. <laughs> but for now, we're saying that we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Should we pick up like the, the next day? Sure, yeah. I think yeah, we we're, we're going to meet works. at the, the docks on Sharon Beta right. at sunrise, basically. What amounts to sunrise on a bunch of satellites? True. Whatever the time sequence of the lights indicates is sunrise. <laughs> the macaws making noise. Mm-hmm. I-, I would think that uh, the freeholds would be like on Earth time. Yeah. So you take a shuttle over to Beta. You notice the the recovery effort, all the repairs being made across the various uh, satellites of the Sharon freeholds. And when you reach the docks, it was Trilly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You find Trilly there waiting for you. Backtracking a little bit. Yeah. We might have to rewind a smidge because um, we needed to figure out uh, some sort of gas mask breathing devices for the the squishy humies for the surface of Miranda. Yeah, the surface of Miranda is toxic. We could just do a quick flashback scene in like Otto's lab. (laughs) Well, the good news is Otto's pretty well taken care of. I believe his suit is uh, graded for yeah. that kind of thing. Yes, I have various um, exoskeleton uh, sort of precautions for because you know I've been on uh, many a toxic planet and and actually various of the uh, much of the flora on said planets is worth quite a bit more um, because of the risk needing to obtain it, and so. Uh, Yes, I do think I'm quite well fixed in this area. I'd imagine maybe he might have like a backup rebreather for if the one in his suit gets broken. I have one spare, yes. So we could give that to Scarlet. You'd better not break this young man. I I don't plan on it. That'd be bad. (laughs) Yes, it would. It would be a significant financial outlay on your part. That's, That's not what I meant. As well as potential death. No man can be in debt from beyond the grave, I suppose. I hate you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. Obviously, the first priority is your safety. Um, the second priority is my spare suit. But yes, that's, if, if, if I didn't care about your safety, young man, I wouldn't have lent this to you in the first place. So, where, well, um, I'm sorry if there are any latent aromas. I did do a test drive of it a few months ago just to make sure it was working in case of crisis. And oh, I no. do believe I had some sort of clams the day before. <laughs> oh, no. So, so Scarlet, you're in this uh, mildly ill-fitting exosuit with this, that smells v- uh, faintly of clams. <laughs> yes, it's been left out in the sun a bit too long. Just pin a little air freshener in there. There's a Febreze unit in the inside of the exosuit. <laughs> But but you can tighten the 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 breathing apparatus just just fine. So it works for what the purpose you believe you need it for. One size fits all. One size fits most. Just gotta ignore the fact that it smells of clams. <laughs> clams were jolly good though, I must say. It's not the kind of uh, food that keeps very well when passed through various organs. But so it can't really speak to the quality of the clams. But the clams were quite good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fast forward. So you, you guys have uh, taken care of those things. Uh, BD, you don't need to worry about breathing because you're a robot. I ain't got organs. <laughs> don't need that oxygen. So Scarlet's got Otto's hand-me-down exosuit. Otto's got his own exosuit. BD's just vibing. <laughs> Perfect. And you meet up with Trilly on the docks. She's like already wearing her exosuit, looking pretty much ready to leave immediately. You can tell she's like not the kind of person who makes 
very many friends when she goes places. <laughs> very down to business. Does not intend to stay very long. Yeah. I can assume everything is prepared. It's about as ready as it's gonna be. As are we. Well, that's good to hear. You two, uh, other than Beatty here, I assume neither of you have ever been to the surface of Miranda. Kind of a tough place to get in. No, I have, a, a, a while back, but I have. Hmm. Wasn't my favorite spot in the solar system, but yes, I suppose I'm going back. I hacked into their system one time, but that's about it. Hmm. Well, listen here, computer boy. Uh, excuse me. The surface of Miranda ain't no mainframe. The stuff down there will clog your lungs with all kinds of shit you've never even heard of. First off, I'm a motherfucking hacker boy. I've earned this title. And you will call me as such. I'm a motherfucking hacker boy. It's not a title, young man. It's a profession. Let's have it right. There's no such thing as a chief executive hacker. Either way. All right, well, hacker man. <laughs> now you see, that's better. Just know that all your little computer skills aren't going to translate very well <laughs> to trying not to suffocate to death. Trust me, I'm already going to be suffocating with the smell of clams. Oh, that doesn't sound very pleasant at all. Sounds a little bit more pleasant than whatever future you're suggesting, so I suppose you shut your mouth, Scarlet, <laughs> and take what is given to you. <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever. It's it's not the worst smell in the world. It's not the best, but whatever. It's non-lethal, and it was organically sourced <laughs> as well, so on both ends. What does that mean? Please, do not ask. Farm to table, food to arse, arse to air. That's what I'm referring to. Anyway, oh god. <laughs> I, I think he means a swimming around in his fart. I know what he means! Hey, I'm just putting it out there, plain. Can we just get this mission over with? Can we Can we get on the surface, please? Oh, it's gonna take us a while to get there. Why don't you take a deep, big deep breath when we get on the surface, Scarlet? See how that works out for you. PD, I'm gonna talk to you now for the rest of the ride. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not offended in the least, young man. Your opinion doesn't matter now. <laughs> I don't suppose it ever did when... You're concerned. It did for a second, but the moment you farted into an exosuit is the moment it doesn't matter. I'm perfectly allowed to fart in my exosuit. If it was your exosuit, I would have, uh, you know, I would understand your reservations. I would have cleaned it. You're welcome to clean it right now. We're not on the surface yet. So, Beatty, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's go. I have been ready. Let's go. Trilly, if we may. Uh, very well, then. Welcome aboard the Jackknife Soliloquy. That is a fucking badass name. That's a pretty sick name. Fuck yeah. Holy shit. The ship docked outside is kind of like this m large, silvery sewing needle. Y you can't make out any like external viewing ports or anything like that. It's just like this one very sleek, curved angle. And the door opens for you to board. On we go. Esket it. All right, for the journey... I feel like we're going to make another, uh... BD, you're not piloting this. Well, um, are you piloting, or...? I mean, I could definitely help. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> I've been there before, um, and I would love to avoid factions. <laughs> hmm. I wonder why you would like to do that. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Is that a go-ahead? <laughs> uh, sure, okay. yeah. Oh, I don't have to roll. <laughs> when you plan a long voyage, choose one. It doesn't say roll four. So I just get it. Yay. So what are you choosing? I'm going to choose to avoid uh, specifically the Jovian faction. That only applies to when we're in the air, though. There, that's not, not to say when we physically get there, it won't be right. a problem. But So anywhere the journey, between here and the Mirandan jump station and the surface. Between A and B, we're okay. After that, anyone's guess. <laughs> So for the length of the trip, you will not run into the Jovians. Yay. Phase one complete. Stealth. Assisted stealth. And the interior of the Jackknife Soliloquy is... Spartan. Yes, that's it's a lot of bare surface, not a lot of like flash. Uh, doesn't really even have windows at all. The only way uh, to see out, you notice, Speedy, is uh, sort of like a sonar readout on the bridge. And it runs much quieter than the Behemoth as well. Thank God. The ship was like meant to sneak in places. Mm -hmm. And there's, it, the, there's a lot of low ceiling, low bulkhead, not a lot of room to move around, but not a lot of room in general. Yeah. Like a, a couple of like 
capsule hotel style sleeping quarters in the back Mm -hmm. just like lined up on top of each other like torpedo tubes probably were torpedo tubes at some point (laughs) (laughs) there may or may not be a button or a wire that opens up the back end of them i also imagine if you like take up a floorboard there's space for like storing things underneath right yes but this yeah this is definitely like a, a personnel vehicle not like a mech carrier yeah there's zero room for anchor. This thing is probably actually smaller than an anchor. Fuck yeah. It's about right. So in the, like the grand scheme of things in space, this thing is basically unrecognizable to like radar or anything. That's the goal. <laughs> and with its like really shiny reflective surface, it's probably harder to spot visually as well just by the eye. Mm-hmm. This is a smuggler's vessel <laughs> through and through. Trilly knows her shit. Oh, yeah, Trilly is a pro, man. She's been in the business. And as we get underway, I want everybody to roll uh, cramped quarters. Oh, dear Lord. We Hold, back. Don't do me wrong. But, uh, so. Ooh. Fuck. <laughs> hmm. All right. 2d6, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. 2d6. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Well, I like the sound of that. Two, two plus two, and then do I add anything to that? Nope. It's just straight up. Oh, yikes. shit. <laughs> big big yikes. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's start with whoever I, who I think may have had the most positive result. <laughs> Me. Uh, Beatty. Beatty, how'd you do? Thank you. Wow. All right. Uh, choose a character trapped here with you. Uh, describe how the two of you bonded over the past few days. I feel like because there's so much, so little room, I feel like we basically can overhear every conversation right now. But there are four people on this ship, Three. and you are one of them. Well, yeah, that's true. And I don't think Beatty was ever really all that close with Trilly and doesn't necessarily care to be, nor does Trilly care to be. So I think right. it'll probably be with one of the goofballs. Okay, then uh, whoever you pick, you can also describe what you're doing if you want to. Did you both fail? <laughs> can I? No, I got There's... an 11. Oh, shit. Um, then I'll, I'll... Well, no, no, their role wouldn't affect this. I know, but I just want Otter to have something nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thank sweet you. of you. Uh-huh. So I think I probably talk with Otto. I kind of wanted to do a scene, potentially, but I think I might want it with both of them. So I think for now, like, potentially, Beatty still seems anxious, and mm-hmm. um, Otto's tendency to just kind of ramble is like now very grounding and very reassuring because it feels less like their world has been turned upside down and more like same old same old so they're probably just enjoying somewhat talking mostly listening to Otto talk about you know whatever the most interesting thing is maybe recounting his old like his last time that he went to Miranda or something can I get like 30 seconds of that Otto of of just Give me a ram- just ramble for me. A nice rambly story. <laughs> well, uh, one time I was in the, um, oh God, what was it? It was the outer moons of Saturn, one of the, uh, one of the really decrepit ones. And I came upon a being that looked rather like a platypus. And I wanted to shake its bill because my cousin Hubert used to have a platypus called Stefan. And I used to shake his uh, bill, too, and this one uh, bit me on the finger. I had to have it surgically repaired by a man who did not speak any common tongue. He was very irate, and he only accepted payment in the form of toilet paper, because evidently that carried some uh, currency on um, on uh, this planet, because it was uh, quite dirty, and so they were, they were trying to clean it up a little bit. Um, and uh, I, d- I remember being passed out in an alleyway and having cereal shoved in my mouth until I passed out. And um, then <laughs> um, I awoke comatose, or not uh, count, uh, aware, and then I found out that none of this had actually happened. I was in an opium den in uh, the Outer Hebrides of Scotland, and it was an elaborate ruse. <laughs> And the platypus was not a platypus. I mean, it was an actual platypus, like a real, a legitimate one. And um, it has haunted me ever since. <laughs> Thank you, Otto. You're very what welcome. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> An opium didn't in the Hebride. All right. So, <laughs> so BD, you, you, you spent some time with Otto. Mm-hmm. 
while he recounts stories to sort of center yourself yeah. and get your mind off of stress. Man, many things. Even though I can think of many things at the same time, it's nice to kind of have one train of thought louder than the other ones. There's a rustic NPR quality to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Scarlet. What's up? Uh, what'd you roll? 11. All right. And uh, who do you want to spend time with during this trip? Uh, and how did the two of you bond over the past few days? Well, definitely not Otto. I'm still yeah, pissed about. <laughs> I'm, you're, you're boxing him out. I'm boxing him out. I'm still pissed about this damn suit. So, yeah, I guess I'm in the kind of the same situation as Beatty. I don't really want to talk to a. You and Trilly got off on the wrong Trilly. foot. <laughs> I want to talk to Trilly over there. That's gonna end up in an argument. Oh no, no! With a ten plus, it you bond. It's, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be bonding by yelling. That's all it is. <laughs> You're good at that, though, Scarlet. <laughs> you have made most of your lasting impressions by being kind of a dickhead. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's go with Trilly. <laughs> All right. Let's go with that. So, how do you and Trilly bond over the the few days of travel? Well, I'm doing my I'm doing my quote unquote computer boy shit. So, I'm guessing Trilly comes and checks out what I'm doing. It's kind of a long trip. A lot of downtime. Yeah. What's uh what's all this about? This is I wasn't really ever one for computers. It's called tinkering and gathering information, you know, something that people do nowadays. Oh, like checked in the sector net? Yeah, that. Except much more in depth. Hmm. I'm just gonna keep going back to what I'm doing, just keep tinkering and working. Say kid. Yeah. Uh What's say I help you out with that uh, odor issue in your uh, exosuit there? You know how to fix this and get this crappy smell out of there? I mean, I could probably think of a thing or two that might get rid of it. Although it might make it smell like something else. But I, I figure it's better than clams. Anything's better than clams. I've already gotten close to vomiting at least three separate times. All right, I'll take your word for it. Let's get this thing fixed up. Then hopefully I won't be mad at Otto anymore. I mean, I'll still be mad at him, but for different reasons. That's kind of your just like general mode, though, so I won't take it personally. Says Liam. Yeah, because I'm not privy to this, I guess, right? Just out of character, just yeah, not take. Well, because he's talking, because he's talking to an um. I, I imagine that I wasn't hearing that conversation, so. It's a very it's a small, small space. Ship. You could have. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's your natural mode of uh, communication is a slight simmering anger at all times, so if you're not overly pissed at me, I shan't take it personally. Let's uh, let's call it making amends for the three of us, huh? I feel like we kind of got off on, a wrong, on the wrong foot. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it where I can get it. There's probably more to you than just the whole surface thing of being a computer boy. So- sorry, sorry. Hacker man. I really don't care what you call me. I was just giving you a hard time for the hell of it. <laughs> you know what? I like that. <laughs> That's good, kid. Come on, let's get your suit fixed. Neat. And you spend the next few hours sort of ebbing on the next day or so, just meticulously scrubbing the inside of this exosuit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the oh, come salute. on. It's not. It's not that bad. It's that was slight. I love how oh, that no, was this the is, solution. This isn't just like Dawn soap. This is like some <laughs> industrial grade. Like it was borax. purely air. There was nothing solid about it. It can't be that bad. Just let it air. This is the power of pine saw, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pine saw. <laughs> this is like the the industrial cleaning solution you find in the back of like. A science lab. It's just glamorized degreaser, honestly. <laughs> we gotta have this thing being fresh. And that now your suit has this sort of like oddly chemical sweetness to it on the interior. When you like breathe in through the mask. You know what? It's better than clams. I'll take it. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining like for a day and a half, it's just uh, you and Trilly like scrubbing the inside and then hanging it at, on like the the t- over like the bulkhead <laughs> so it air dries. <laughs> <laughs> and, like the whole cabin 
just smells like chemicals. Just spend just spend hours on end trying to scrub the hell out of this thing with occasional snack breaks. And you got to get those like, like the the steel wool scrubber. Not like this isn't like bristles. This is like some heavy duty. <laughs> this like is some severe shit. shit. Yeah, there's like a top layer of like rubberized material that you just scrub completely away. There's like clumps but- and everything. But damned if it doesn't smell better. Otto, we washed your fucking suit for you. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it suits you now. You know, I, I, I was planning on washing it myself if this one were to deteriorate. But, um, you know, uh, good on you. I guess that's the price of uh, having a life-saving apparatus for free. And if you see any clams anywhere, I will throw them out. Do you understand the uh, concept of flatulence? If I eat beef jerky and then fart it into the atmosphere, you don't see little bits of beef jerky floating around, do you? <laughs> Not unless you got the runs. Well, I don't know. You seem to be uh, rather online, as it were, so I doubt you have much of a perception of the real world. Um, Scarlet is online. Yes, with a capital O. Oh my god. But, you know, I'm glad it uh, worked out for you. I, I'm eager to put this issue behind us. Especially now that, you know, like, I've, my, I've been an open book in terms of uh, allowing people to use my supplies. Um, I didn't say that they were in perfect condition. I just merely said that they'd be available. Hey, Otto. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your cramp quarters roll, you got a four? A four. Quick maths. Two plus two. So who are you trapped here with? Uh, regrettably, all of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm... I suppose I'm trapped here with uh, Scarlet most. Well, Beedy's rather innocuous. I have no issue with uh, the well, with them. Then what caused the newest hurt feelings or bad blood between you and Scarlet? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately ruins the, <laughs> the suit again. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> yes, uh, what if Scarlet fucked up the suit and now he wants to use my suit? Like using the, the soap, like... Change the yeah, color like you, of it or something. Like use the wrong end of the sponge, and so the glasses are all like you know when you wash a car with the wrong end of the sponge, and it like scratches the car. Oh, oh my yeah. god! It's like one of them things. Uh. He scratches some of the like glass. Yeah, so on it's hard. The... So he's complaining that he can't see that well, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's fair. I would hate that too. That's, that's un- oh, so, that, so that's in cleaning the suit. It is. It's still operational, but it like it is harder to see. A little shittier. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Down in quality. Yeah. Resale value. This is the price you pay to not smell like clam farts. If you had just told me that you were cleaning it, young man, I would have informed you that those lenses come specially handcrafted from a from a, a factory on Venus. They use a specific glass blowing technique that makes it impossible to be um uh, broken. However, it is rather easy to be scratched, especially from the inside. And so you're going to have to deal with your bad vision, though I suppose that matter of your bad vision has only been exacerbated by the amount of blue light you consume on a daily basis. And this could have all been avoided if you didn't mention the fact that you farted in the suit! Well, you would have found out soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scarlet, you're going into making uh, landfall on Miranda with uh, a suit with... Slightly worse like, vision. <laughs> it's like looking through glasses that have just been... With lots of handprints like, on them. Yeah, just just... A million thumbprints and no cleaning material in sight. No cleaning cloth, just fingerprints and dust. We die like men. No cleaning cloth. <laughs> oh my god. This is going to be phase one complete. Phase two, cleaning the suit. <laughs> you get a, a B plus, or B minus rather. It's a solid C. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Try to be nice. <laughs> No, I like it when you give yourself complications. Doing my job for me. Uh, <laughs> I love that this was Otter's fuck up, and yet it affected Scarlet. I mean, hey, that'll definitely cause some bad blood. It'd be like that. I uh, resent the uh, use of your of the term fuck up. It was more a chain of events, um, and my mistake was by far the less uh, destructive of the two. But, you know, you had to go all renegade and clean it yourself. I was happy to clean it for you. Tilly and I smelled the suit! 
It's Trilly, honey. Trilly? And I smell the suit. Can't be asked to deal with this problem anymore. Uh, when we hit Venus again, you'll buy me a new one, I'm sure. Can hack some Federal Reserve or something to come up with the cash. So, that, so that'll close out your cramped quarters. Can't tell if we actually accomplished anything. Some of you have better or worse opinions of each other. You made friends with Trilly. Yeah, that's a win. <laughs> it's one win. And along your trip, while all of this is happening, you make the occasional check-in to what is going on in the outside world. Because the trip from the Freeholds back to Miranda, the, the correct way, will probably take you the better part of three days. And uh, all the while, you are able to uh, access the sector net and keep up with things going on outside. And uh, especially things going on back in the, uh, the rectified solar union. Things are escalating with uh, the Amanos and uh, the Martian front. Uh, House Amano has uh, taken a number of Martian gentry houses completely captive and subsumed their forces into the Amanos. I find it very hard to feel bad for them. <laughs> Understandable. I'm not asking you to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to that, they've hired more mercenaries who arrived. And this has been after a period of really intense uh, fighting on Mars, on Venus, basically everywhere within the Union other than Earth itself. And then a host of Jovian ships showed up in Earth orbit, unannounced. Uh-oh. Mm. And after that, no news. <laughs> Complete media blackout after the arrival of the Jovians on Earth. Well, we'll see what happens. Da-da-da! <laughs> but that's, that's not important right now. Right now, what is important is getting to Miranda and Beatty. Yeah. Uh, you know the terrain. You know where you want to go. You know where you want to get out. Mm-hmm. Where is that? If I remember correctly, there is a blind spot a few miles from the military base. Perhaps that would be the best place to land. All right, when we come out of the jump, we're going to have to move very, very quickly. Uh, BD, do you mind giving me a hand with that? Can do. If we're going to avoid all the prying eyes at the jump station, uh, we're going to need somebody who's very quick, and I don't think human reflexes are good enough for it. I believe you would be correct. All right, well, we'll, we'll come out in about ten minutes. So get yourself familiar with the controls and get ready. Understood. All right, Beatty. Yo. And, of course, uh, Scarlet and Otto, you can help BD with this as well if you feel the need to. We can, Or you can decide to help after the roll. BD, I want you to roll me a face adversity. Plus? That'll be plus metal. Stealth okay. piloting. Can do. Ooh. Oh, that's a seven. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, is that with your metal added in? Oh, yes, yes, that is with metal. Okay, so seven. Seven to nine. The danger's overcome, but at a price. Who wants to get me to a complete success with that get involved? That is true. If you uh, want to get involved, you can bring that up to a full success. I'm going to take advantage of Leon's dice luck lately. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's give it a go. Knock on wood. So, uh, Scarlett, how are you helping BD? Uh... Is this like computer-based piloting assistance? Are you just shouting over their shoulder? <laughs> Maybe there's a button I can't reach that needs to be like pressed at the same time as something else. Just being an extra arm, essentially. Yeah, it's just a uh, yeah no yeah just honestly just manual, just button pressing. Okay, uh, I think that might still fall into piloting. Okay, does that sound reasonable? Button pressing. I mean, <coughs> fesca tu veux, do what you want. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so roll me get involved plus metal. Okay. Ooh, that's a seven plus two. Okay, so that's a nine. Yep. This would mean the complication falls onto you, but BD gets that ten plus. Which would be very helpful f- for all of us. <laughs> yeah, true. It's up to you, though. Yeah, I'll take the risk. Okay. So, BD, you, with uh, Scarlet's assistance, you... Mm-hmm. You smoothly pilot the jackknife soliloquy into Mirandan orbit past the jump station. Undetected, as far as we know. <laughs> hmm. Cost, complication, or hard choice? 
<laughs> Stubs his toe. Like, how, how can I complicate pressing a button? <laughs> I was thinking, well, I don't know. You, Scarlet's injuries are already pretty bad, but I imagine, like, if they're standing up by the console, they're not holding on. So they might have been, like, thrown a little bit when we left uh, Jump. Are you are you suggesting I give, I give Scarlet uh, another injury? Uh, <laughs> I think, I, I don't, I don't think know. they have enough room Max, on the tracks. I know. Max. I don't wanna, I'm just trying to think, what else could there be? This kills the hacker. <laughs> Maybe part of the he, he pressed it too hard and part of the board gets fucked up. So Trilly's mad at us. Uh, I think I've got something. Stop getting hurt, Scarlet. <laughs> Take some time to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could. There's just no time for it. Not the last three days. Not in the last few weeks. <laughs> Leon, what 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 items does Scarlet have? What items what do I have? Yeah. Well. I got my uh, erosion gun, got that going for me, got a jacket, Mm -hmm. got my, uh, I guess, I don't really have said hacking equipment, I would guess. So, Scarlet, the the jackknife soliloquy is not the newest of ships, and as fast as it's necessary for you all to be moving for this to all happen, even in the pressing of a button, whatever, like... Whatever's firing underneath because of that button press might not be in the best of shape. And for just a hair of a moment, there is a complete short in the ship's systems. Uh, Luckily for you, you're wearing uh, shoes with rubber soles. Cool. But uh, you suddenly you smell smoke and your hip feels very warm. Continue. (laughs) I have some bad news about the erosion gun. What are you doing to my gun? Uh, it's on fire. <laughs> ah! You know, it, it's like those stories where like the the teenager gets saved from the lightning strike because she was wearing a uh, iF Apple headphones. Oh yeah, and it just completely destroyed her iPod. An entire ship's worth of like electrical energy just got transmitted into your gun and it exploded. It's smoking. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <sighs> So luckily it was in some kind of holster, but that holster is now just like desecrated rawhide. It's so bad. I I guess <laughs> Did someone say rawhide. <laughs> rawhide. Welcome outside of my. Okay, I guess I'm a. Uh, guess I gotta toss the gun somewhere. I don't know. I can't keep it on my person. <laughs> so let me just toss my burning chemical. Body decaying gun somewhere that's on fire. Yeah, you, you might want to put that into a uh, <laughs> some sort of safe box. I, I don't want any caustic material running through my ship. Okay, is there anything nearby I can just throw this thing in? It's kind of just keep it from catching, just keep it from catching fire further. I mean, it's it's mostly smoldering from the inside out. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like just it's not like the the gun itself is on fire, but its insides are just. Completely cored out and burnt. He can still starve it of oxygen so it doesn't create a bigger fire. Oh, yeah, good point. Hang on, just, uh, you didn't leave anything in the the sleeping quarters, did you? Not that I'm aware of or remember. Just, just toss it in there for a second. Yeah, I'll just put it in there. That seems like a safe place. Uh, BD, could you hold the controls for a minute? Can do. And she ducks underneath the control panel, and you hear, like, a good as... The bottom of the panel is dragged out, and then you hear just the faintest electrical like connection. <laughs> fucking got fucking got her jumping on a goddamn table. Got a fucking concussion. Then I got shot. Now this shit. You know what? Can I sleep? And, the, uh, can I sleep the rest of the trip? I wouldn't recommend sleeping in the uh, the tube for a minute. And then you all, you all hear like this vacuum noise as all of the air in that tube is sucked out. I uh, I cracked the tube just a little bit. Should be able to put that back, no problem. Uh, give it a minute or two to stop your gun from exploding. Thanks, Trilly. You hear another like set of wires connecting, and then the vacuum noise goes away. All right, should be safe. Michael. Uh, yeah. Be honest with me. Yeah. How bad's the damage? I mean, that gun is unusable. You'd have to take it to get repaired. Uh, 
and it might cost you a pretty penny because it seems like the internals on this thing were completely just shocked with electricity. <laughs> well, you still got your fists. I know. I was going to say that was my only weapon. Good thing I got fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to do now. Just anyone who I run into in a fight, I'll just be like, I challenge you to fisticuffs. <laughs> See, this is where the judo comes back in handy. Oh my good old-fashioned brawl. <laughs> it's gonna be great. And I'm sorry to tell you this, kid, but we're not exactly gonna have a lot of time to rest. We're making Miranda Atmo in a few minutes here. Yeah, okay. And BDU dipped the nose of the jackknife soliloquy down toward the Mirandan surface, and you head on down through atmosphere and it's a, honestly a good thing that uh, the soliloquy doesn't have windows or anything because you wouldn't be able to use them. No, it's very foggy. It is it, the fog is so dense and like you are you're getting readouts on the uh, the screens about just the horrifyingly high toxicity levels. It's just thick, low-level clouds, basically. And like it's 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 turbulence all the way down. It's like you get turbulence from entering the atmosphere, and then turbulence from the fog and the wind, and it is just horrible. What can I say? Miranda fucking sucks. It's kind of bleak, and you you set her down, and you all get into your uh, exosuits or your, your environmental suits, or BD. You just exist. I think I would. Foe have an exosuit. Basically, I would like put my helmet of my jumpsuit on. I see, I see. As though I actually need it. <laughs> right. Good cover. Good cover. Mm-hmm. And you you open like this back end sort of cargo ramp and head out. And the, the minute you open the ramp, the the whole ship just becomes dense with fog. Well, I imagine. I mean, is it is the ramp near the sleeping quarters or is it on the other side like trilly can close themselves in an actual breathable area first it's more toward the front okay there's not a lot of it would be very difficult there's no like there's really no other doors in the soliloquy it's just like one long hallway that's true i imagine you know trilly goes to miranda enough she probably has her own breather she had it on when you guys met her at the docks she was testing it out and auto you can actually make sense of the readings that uh, the soliloquy is giving you about the atmosphere and about the fog and its contents. Yes, yes. That is a, uh, that is a pattern I recognize, uh, certainly. It, uh, it's not great. I won't spare you the uh, details, but it's, um, it's not exactly promising. Roll me an assess. All right. What is he going to add? Expertise? Fuck. Yes. I just can't. What the... I just rolled four twos in a row. <laughs> what oh the God. fuck? Plus, uh, my expertise is decent, though, so that's at six total, because it's plus two. Can All I right. aid? <laughs> I've, I, lived, I lived Please. here. Please. get involved? I'm going to roll another just to, for fun, see if I roll a two again. Okay, I rolled a five that time, but that doesn't matter. I'm going to well, get involved. Well, on a six, uh, I can reveal some facts. Yeah, but I want to get involved. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to save them. That is a five and a three plus one. So that's nine. Okay. So you can bump his failure up to a partial success. Yeah. What but cost you... could I take? Oh, uh, I know what cost. All right. <laughs> I don't like hearing that from you, sir. <laughs> we haven't even really reached the goddamn planet yet. <laughs> no, you're on the um, planet surface. So long as it is a personal cost and not a group cost, I'm perfectly fine with it. I mean, it'll be a personal cost. But uh, so on a seven to nine for an assessment, I get to reveal interesting, potentially useful information about the subject. Otto? Yes. And just to also rope in the complications for BD, this fog is a very. Shitty. <laughs> it's a very potent combination of a few things. There is uh, something with the same chemical compound as this chemical weapon that the Jovians used during the First Jovian War which rests somewhere neatly between mustard gas and... Chlorine? I was going to say uh, neuro- <laughs> neurotoxin. Jesus, all right. Oh, God. Intense. I, I bet the Jerry's wish they had that in WW1. <laughs> Ancient wars. The hell's a WW1? <laughs> World War One. I. I suppose you read about it on your little laptop. No, at the end of the day, all wars are the same. 
every war is a catastrophe and clusterfuck of bad decisions made by idiots and uh, innocent people suffering in the process. It's really no different. It was the first of the seven great wars. We've not learned a damn thing, honestly. There are also trace amounts of sulfuric acid, and this one you you honestly get more so by looking at the readout and how it seems to... The screen flickers in and out occasionally. There's some sort of electromagnetic disturbance in addition to all of the biochemicals. And BD, you start feeling that. It's been a hot second since I've been here, huh? <laughs> yeah, they have definitely... Maybe in response to you having left, they have beefed things up just a tick. Well, I doubt one test dummy escaping is the biggest uh, concern for them, but I imagine just over time, maybe especially with this new project. Well, so how does this affect me specifically? Since it's pretty much hitting you head on, I want to give you a debility. Okay. Um, let's call, For now, let's call it a minor debility. Uh, while injuries are immediate and obvious, body bodily trauma from, from physical sources, debilities are persistent conditions that affect the character's ability to act in some way, such as limping, shakes, blindness, and so forth. All right. BD, when the fog hits you. When the fog hits? <laughs> and you, you weren't expecting it at all because you were not expecting it to affect a non-organic. But you, you feel like your, your movements are ever so slightly behind the, the commands that you... you you would unconsciously use to fire them off. Oh, great. I'm lagging. <laughs> you were experiencing high <laughs> ping. <laughs> so you're fucking with my response time, basically. Yes. Okay. Love to hear it. That's going to be fun. But other than that, you, you, so you, you definitely feel off. The rest of you, uh, by virtue of wearing your exosuits, feel... Okay, but you cannot see ahead of you for shit. You can see maybe an arm's length ahead of yourself. Feels like Silent Hill. Oh, it's 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 getting on that level, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I imagine since I'm from here, I kind of still have, assuming it hasn't changed severely, I have still kind of a mental map of the area. And mm -hmm. having cross-referenced that with, you know, the sonar on the ship... Mm -hmm. I feel like I essentially have I'm I'm playing GPS essentially. Right. So I know I have essentially a ping point where we're trying to get to. Right. And I'm just gonna zero in on that. Okay. So my plan would be to essentially be the, the arrowhead and have the other two just hold onto my shoulders and we walk like that in a nice right. little V shape. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise we're going to get fucking lost in the fog. As the three of you like trudge down the ramp, uh, Trilly calls after you. So how long am I supposed to wait for you to get back? Do you still have the same under the radar communication system? The signals? Yeah, it might come in a little garbled thanks to all the new countermeasures. It does not need to be a message. I can simply ping you when the time has come. All right, so as long as it takes. I would say, should it take more than three days, assume the worst and prioritize your own safety. For sure. All right, I'll keep the meter running. Thank you, Jelly. And Michael. Yes. Um, this could count as me spending my favor with the Sharon Freeholds. Okay, I'll take it. I was it. just thinking about that. I figure, you know, it's a literal favor. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right, right. And she's very heavily aligned with the Freeholds these days. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to make that in-game sacrifice there. All right. So I think if it's if it's a favor, then I don't think it's going to cost you any money after all. Oh, sweet. Because <laughs> it's, it's a favor. That's true. So that works out just fine. And you all step out of the jackknife soliloquy. The cargo ramp raises back up into the body of the ship, and you are, for the three of you, alone on the surface of Miranda. The whipping of wind, constantly shifting fog that blocks your vision to all but in front of your own face, and this strange, distant whirring of machinery that echoes through this 
flat, featureless, gray earthen space. Gentlemen, welcome to Miranda. Looks like a bag of dicks. <laughs>